first time in two decades, Tom Brady is not the Patriots' starting quarterback. We check in on a sea change in New England. everyone and welcome into another episode of Fantasy Football in 15 here at The Athletic. I am Michael Beller, your host of Fantasy Football in 15, joined by Derek Van Riper. DVR, interesting team on tap here today. How you doing? Very interesting team. I'm doing well and I'm just kind of curious to get a feel for what these 2020 Patriots might be like. I mean, for the first time in two decades, there's a change at quarterback. I mean, there's one year, of course, when Tom Brady got hurt in week one, but uh, there's a constant in New England that's missing, so mm-hmm. lots to look at here. Yeah, one constant, of course, still there in Bill Belichick, but one huge, huge change at the quarterback position. To talk about that and everything else going on with the Patriots, we bring on our managing editor of The Athletic Boston, Sean Leahy. Sean, how are you today? Good, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, so any, any, uh, big signings that this team has made recently that have completely changed the outlook for 2020, anything happened in the last, I don't know, week or 10 days or so with this team? What has, what has been the message since the Cam Newton's uh, signing happened? He's certainly a big name in terms of how much it changes things for the Patriots. I think that's a huge question mark. You know, uh, I don't think he goes into camp as the presumptive starter. I, I don't think anything really changes yet with Jared Siddham because the way the Patriots run things, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to sound like Bill Belichick here, but, but he, he usually says, well, what, you know, we'll put them out there and see how they compete and then we'll, you know, decide from there. Right. Um, and uh, I just, you know, uh, we've seen this happen before. Albert Hainsworth, Tory Holt, Chad Ochocinco, all, you know, they've brought in big name players before who then flame out. Um, and that's not to say that that's what Cam Newton's going to do. He has the opportunity to come in and, and play really well. You know, he's a former MVP, but I just wouldn't pencil him in as the guy yet in New England. Yeah, I think there's a perception outside of New England that Bill Belichick and the Patriots have the Midas touch and everybody they bring in is just going to be amazing and a great value. It's easy to see how it could go right, though, with Cam Newton if he's healthy. It's amazing, though, too. You look at Brady versus Newton, very different quarterbacks. I mean, Brady's lack of mobility is incredible. And I think in situations when things were breaking down in the Patriots' offense last year, there wasn't much Brady could do about it. You know, if Newton wins the job, he can take off, he can run, and he can be a really dangerous player in that aspect of the game. But how do you see Josh McDaniels tailoring an offense for Cam Newton? It seems like it'd be a lot of big changes from what this team has done in recent years. Well, we've never really seen it, right? I mean, they've had Tom Brady for 20 years. And and as you just said, he, he you know, uh, he doesn't run all that well, right? Uh, uh, to put it mildly. And, um, you know, so we've never, we don't really know what Josh McDaniels could do here. Here We've started, you know, did he, did he do a little bit of, uh, get into a little bit of that or at least, at least dreamt a little bit of what that offense could be in Denver when he drafted Tim Tebow? Maybe, but he never really got a chance to make that work with Tebow. Um, and uh, so that's kind of a big unknown for me. Um, Stidham uh, is not Cam Newton. His mobility is certainly better than uh, Tom Brady. Um, but I think, you know, the Patriots have a chance here to hit the reset button on the whole offense. Um, you know, they've been doing things for 20 years uh, because they worked and because they had a quarterback who was really good at it. But I think, you know, whether it, whether it's Newton or Stidham, I think 
Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels here have a chance to rewrite everything. And they drafted a couple of tight ends in uh, Devin uh, Asiasi and um, um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking Dal- on the kid from Dalton Virginia Keen. Tech. Yeah, uh, Dalton Keene, where they call him Rambo. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they, they were missing that in a big way last year. Um, and, you know, they, I think they have uh, visions of, of the 2010 draft when they drafted Gronkowski and Hernandez and reset the whole offense. And, and I think that's, you know, they have a chance to do that again this year. All right, I got to follow up here on the quarterback thing. Just one more question. Obviously, like Derek said, outside of Boston, there's uh, not only a perception of the Midas touch, but a perception that uh, that this is definitely, without question, Cam Newton's job. You're making it sound like it's not quite that clear just yet. So is this really going to be a 50-50 pure competition akin to what we're going to see in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles? Or is there at least maybe a thumb on the scale in Cam Newton's favor? I, I wouldn't say that at all. Uh, you know, this is a guy who has not practiced one day with the Patriots and to expect that he's going to come in and win the job. That's just not how the Patriots work. You know, I mean, the Patriots, you know, they they will evaluate and and uh, look at who uh, who does the best job in camp. And they're going to have a different type of camp here. They didn't have any spring practices. But, you know, Jared Stidham has been in this offense for a year and a half uh, or, or, you know, He's, he's been with these guys for a year and a half, right? We just talked about how the offense may change. He's been there all year, all spring. Um, they don't, uh, the Patriots are not impressed by names. They're impressed by performance. And I, to say that Cam Newton has a leg up on anything on the, on the starting job, I think is just not accurate. I think he very well could win the starting job, but he's not going into it. I don't think with any favoritism in his back pocket there. And I think, you know, our Patriots reporter, Jeff Howe, he reported when they signed Stidham that nothing has really changed with, excuse me, he reported when they signed Newton that nothing's really changed with Stidham. They really like Stidham, you know? So I think they see, you know, this was a, this was a low cost. Uh, the price was right with Cam Newton, right? I think, it, you know, a million dollars or something to cost them. So, you know, let's see what he can do. And, and, uh, and if he wins the job, then that's a good situation for the Patriots. Sean, one area of consistency for this Patriots team is in the backfield. Sony Michelle, James White kind of heading up the depth chart. Rex Burkhead still in tow. Damian Harris is still around. But with Michelle and White in particular, do you see those guys kind of having a similar role where Michelle gets 15-plus carries each week and James White's just heavily involved as a threat to catch passes out of the backfield? I think so. I mean, um, you know, I, I think they uh, it was a goal for them last year to – to have Sony Michelle catch more passes. I don't know if that, uh, if they achieved that quite as much as they wanted to going into the season, but um, you know, those two guys have pretty clearly defined uh, areas of expertise. Uh, and I don't see them deviating from that much. I'm interested to see what Damian Harris can contribute. You know, I mean, I think Rex Burkhead is a guy, he just renegotiated his contract. He's a guy uh, who probably, um, you know, is on the roster bubble. Um, uh, you know, especially as this is a team that needs uh, salary cap space. Um, but uh, Damien Harris, you know, he didn't get to do much last year. He's, there's a lot that, you know, there's a lot of potential there. So um, that, you know, the whole backfield could, uh, running backs, uh, that could be an area of strength for them. And Damien Harris was a popular late round dart in fantasy leagues last year. Have to imagine that is going to be the same here in 2020. Uh, let's move out wide to the wide receivers. Actually, Let's uh, move out to the wide receivers, but maybe keep it in a little bit tight to the line. Julian Edelman, uh, 
Going to be business as usual, we expect, at least in terms of role. 153 targets for Edelman last year. Another very strong season for him, both in real life and fantasy terms. Uh, this year, uh, whether it's Stidham, whether it's Cam Newton, a big change at the quarterback position for him. Of course, he's really only played with Tom Brady in his career. So even though it's going to be business as usual in terms of role, no doubt about it, the number one target in this offense. Can it be business as usual in terms of production for Julian Edelman? Well, that, you know, that remains to be seen, but uh, this is a guy who, um, you know, catches about a hundred balls a year, right? Uh, he, he's a, uh, he's, he looks like to me a guy who can catch passes from anybody. Um, so I, you know, as I look at the Patriots roster, if I'm thinking in fantasy terms, there's not a safer bet to me than Edelman on that, uh, on that whole uh, roster there, uh, you know, assuming he, he stays healthy and, you know, he's, he's on the wrong side of 30 now, but you know, he, he's proven to be other than the, uh, other than the one year, he's proven to be pretty durable through his career. So I, I think he's, he's a guy, if you're a, you know, a fantasy player, you probably want to invest in him. Nikhil Harry had major injury issues to begin his rookie season. Didn't make the impact that some people were hoping for, but what do you think year two might bring for him? Can he emerge to be the clear number two option in this receiving core behind Edelman? Yeah, that's a much cloudier picture there with him, right? You know, I'm not sure you want to invest in Nikhil Harry if you some, have some other options. Um, look, uh, he showed some moments last year where he could do some things, and he showed some moments that were really frustrating uh, where he was getting beat and uh, he couldn't catch balls that he should have caught. Um, he, uh, you mentioned the injury, he's got to stay healthy, you know, not having spring practices probably doesn't help him at all. Um, but, uh, you know, the, he deserves the, the chance here to, to come out and, and, uh, and show what he can do and why they drafted him. Unfortunately, he's, he's playing against the history of, um, you know, uh, high round Patriots receiving draft picks that just don't work out. It's been a long time. I think Dion Branch was the last one they drafted with in a first or second round that really made you know validated the pick, and he was picked in 2002. Um, so you know, Nikhil Harry, uh, it's you know, buyer beware, and and you know, you kind of have to believe it when you see it. I want to talk about something a little bit broader with this team. You know, last year it didn't take a, a real football X's and O's genius to look and see that there was just not a lot of speed, not a lot of athleticism on the offense. And outside of the quarterback, they return you know, basically the same group of players. How do they, specifically Josh McDaniels, probably deal with that deficiency? Yeah, that, you know, the league is becoming faster, right? Um, speed receivers, uh, and, and you could see that with the Patriots. They looked old and slow, and it kind of happened overnight almost, you know, as as they struggled to win games. Um, they didn't add a – I guess they didn't, you know, they didn't add really many speed receiving options uh, of note. Um, they did add the tight ends, who I think they hope to use to kind of change the, the dynamic of the offense a bit. Um, but that remains to be seen. You know, this is not the Los Angeles Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, it, but the Patriots – Find a way to get things done. They have a two-decade track history, you know, track record of that. Uh, granted, it came with Tom Brady, but you know, um, I think uh, the Patriots, uh, you know, Bill Belichick, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to count him out. Um, and uh, I just, um, you know, I'm interested. I am interested to see how the offense develops uh, this year and how they begin to address some of those uh, uh, deficiencies you mentioned because it did look like they were falling behind some of the teams in the rest of the league. 
Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting, too, because they made the trade last season for Mohamed Sanu, so he's still around. You know, Marquise Lee was a relatively quiet free agent signing this offseason. Demir Bird is in the mix as well. It, it does look like there could be some changes, but at the same time, it almost looks like this team could be committee after committee at every single position where maybe it works. Maybe the Patriots can run an offense that's at least a league average sort of offense because they mix and match personnel and scheme so effectively. But I almost wonder if this team's going to be a complete nightmare from a fantasy perspective because of the lack of clarity across every position. Uh, I think there's a high chance of that. <laughs> um, that, that. You know, I don't think the Patriots really care about, uh, uh, you know, fantasy numbers. I mean, you know, like I was saying a few minutes ago, I think Edelman's a, a smart bet, right? Beyond Edelman, maybe James White, he's going to get some catches and, and he'll score some touchdowns, uh, you know. But beyond the, those guys, you know, pick out a guy on this offense that you say, oh, yeah, he's going to be rock solid. You can count on him. Um, at least in terms of production and numbers, right? I don't think you can really find one, even at the quarterback position. You've mentioned uh, the two tight ends they took in the third round, Asi Asi and Dalton Keene, a few times here. Matt Lacoste coming back on paper. Lacoste right now probably has to be considered the starter, uh, but you invest two third-round picks uh, in one position. Clearly, uh, the Patriots are looking for some more production out of their tight ends this year than they got last year. Is there any early handicap on what this uh, starting tight end battle might look like? Uh, no, I think your guess is as good as mine. We just haven't seen them. You know, in a normal year, we would have seen them on the field by now. We would have gotten a look at Asiasi and Keen. Um, and all we can go off of right now is, you know, kind of, uh, even if we were, even if we got some reports about, hey, the, yeah, this guy's, what would the coaches say? This guy's doing great in the Zoom right, study right. calls, right? <laughs> um <laughs> You know, so that's something I want to see in training camp. You know, I mean, I think, you know, uh, the Patriots offense traditionally is a hard one to learn. Rob Gronkowski didn't, uh, you know, he didn't break out um, his uh, his first year until uh, it was late in the season, if not in the second season, that he really came on. Um, so, you know, we'll see with those guys. But I don't think we can say it with any confidence right now who the tight end uh, starter or who's going to step out of that group generations of football fans and fantasy football players are going to see the New England Patriots for the first time without Tom Brady as the starting quarterback. Of course, that one year with Matt Castle notwithstanding. But the first year that we go into a season without Tom Brady as the Patriots starting quarterback in just about 20 years is going to be a fascinating team to watch certainly this year. Sean, thanks so much for joining us and talking Pats today. All right, guys. Thanks. Uh, you can follow Sean on Twitter at Leahy Sean. That's L E A H Y S E A N. And that is going to do it for us on this episode of Fantasy Football in 15. If you are out there on iTunes, Spotify, anything like that, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We do appreciate it. And also, if that describes you, check out The Athletic. You can get yourself a free 30-day trial at theathletic.com slash football in 15. 15. For Derek Van Riper and Sean Leahy, I'm Michael Beller. Fantasy Football in 15. We'll be back with you tomorrow.